At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Good day again as I start to begin the show designed with you in mind. We're the greatest with the latest of trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. We pop to the top and drag with our swag as we keep it real and true while we do what we do. I'm Tanisha Baker, and thanks for tuning in to the 178th edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. You're listening to Talking With T. It's October 22nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper 21 Savage and Jamaican-born pop singer Shaggy. It is also the birth date of the late Black Panther co-founder Bobby Seale. On this date in history, Clarence Green became the first African-American certified in neurological surgery in 1953. Today on the national calendar is recognized as National Nut Day and National Color Day. The theme this month is Fear Factor. There are things that give us goosebumps and chills. During this month, we seek the thrill of being scared. And I'm not sure why, but we tend to gravitate to scary movies, haunted houses, graveyards and such. But then there are real fears. Those things that paralyze our progress. It could be the fear of the unknown, public speaking or failure. These are fears that stall our success. These fears don't just appear around Halloween. We have allowed them to be a part of our everyday. We have to find some tools and strategies to move beyond our real fears or at least find ways to cope with them so they don't put a pause in our progress. But anyway, speaking of Halloween, Michael Myers is still around after that first movie came out 40 years ago. Universal Pictures said Sunday that Halloween took in an estimated 77.5 million in ticket sales from North American theaters. It captured first place at the box office with the second highest horror opening of all time behind last year's It. Now, I usually don't use Talking With Tea as a platformed event, but today just happens to be that day. I choose to get some things off my chest, and I notice there are a lot of people on social media that hide behind their keyboards, trying to throw shade, ridicule, slick hating on other people. We can choose not to participate in these petty parties or we can take the bait and join in. Most often, I scroll on by. But that's simply an exercise in self-control because I really have the urge to put some people on blast or expose their ignorance. I can't stand when somebody throws shade from their own tree. By that, I mean it irks my spirit when somebody passes judgment or wants to criticize something or someone without acknowledging their own fault. As the song goes, sweep around your own front door before you sweep around mine. Some of y'all just too nosy. You let your own food get cold worrying about what's on somebody else's plate. Now, sometimes things are said in fun and jest. I get that. Sometimes things are shared to provide insight or be thought provoking. All that's cool. Just make sure you have some expertise or knowledge about the topic. Know a little bit about what you choose to share. If you don't have a clue, it's best to stay in your lane. There's less traffic there. Once you put it out there, 
You open yourself up. People are out here trying to be cute, expose the skeleton in other people's closets, and at the same time tripping over their own bones. That's it. That's all. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back after we hear this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is ignore front porch dysfunction. And what I mean by that is when you, it, when, it used to be a time where when it was dysfunction in a family or in a situation, you really didn't know about it unless you knew that person personally or if it was somebody that you knew that knew that person. But now with the social media, uh, with the, everything that's on TV, you can really see it. It's just wide open. It's not behind the door anymore. It's right there on the front porch. You can see it. And you can't pay people like that any attention because what's so sad is those people are always the people that have the most to say about something that is so irrelevant in their life or something that has absolutely nothing to do with them. But they have all the dysfunction in the world that they need to be dealing with. I mean, right there. But they don't see it. But they see everything else that somebody else does or everything that they think somebody else does or what somebody else is saying. They're all over it. Why don't we as people try to encourage those people? Look at your own situation. Turn around. Go inside. Look around. What is your issue? Clean that up before you start talking about what somebody else needs to be doing, what somebody else should be doing. Check your dysfunction. That is the tip of the week. And I've been talking with T. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Beyonce and Jay-Z hosted a fundraising gala this past Thursday in L.A., raising over $6 million for City of Hope, which is a nonprofit dedicated to cancer research and treatment. Police officer Sherry Hall was sentenced to 15 years in prison, followed by 23 years of probation after fabricating a story that a black man shot her while on duty. You can read more details through the link to the story on my website. But in the end, Hall was fired after serving three months as a cop after it was discovered that she actually had shot herself. She was also charged with multiple felonies, including violating her officer's oath, witness tampering and falsifying statements. Gwinnett County, Georgia police are looking for information in the shooting of a police officer. Officer Antoine Tony had just celebrated his 30th birthday and would have celebrated his three-year anniversary on the force this past Friday. Officer Tony was shot while responding to a call regarding a suspicious car with people smoking pot near a middle school in Snellville. As officers approached the car, shots were fired at the officers from inside the car. One suspect was captured after he crashed a car and attempted to run on foot. Another suspect is still at large. This next story is a little nerve-wracking. A guy here in Knoxville, Tennessee is dead after being hit by flying metal from a tractor trailer. The metal wind skirt from the truck penetrated the driver's side window and struck the driver. Now, I'm already on edge with these tractor trailers, and this just takes my fears to a whole new level. The saga of cops being called on black people for no reason continues. A woman was recorded on Facebook Live as she called the police on a black man babysitting two white children. 
First, she stopped him in the Walmart parking lot and asked him if the children were okay. Then she had the nerve to ask to speak to the kids, which the guy named Corey Lewis said no. Then she called the police, followed this man and the children home. Now, the police get there. The officer did question the 10-year-old and the 6-year-old before calling their parents. One of the parents said, and I quote, You're saying that because there's an African-American male driving my two white kids, that he was stopped and pulled over and questioned. The officer said, I'm sorry, ma'am. That's exactly what I'm saying. The parents had known Lewis for quite some time. Their son attended a youth mentor program called Inspired by Lewis. They had arranged for him to babysit and couldn't believe that all this had happened. They couldn't believe it, but I can because it happens every day. We'll just add babysitting while black to our list of can'ts. Don't touch that doll. I'll be back in a while with Professor J and P.I. Pam as we review trending news. From drugs and the violence Couldn't escape it cause the neighbors didn't want us there They took it out on the house cause they ain't like our skin Wasn't hood enough for the hood so I never fit in Took to the music, turned away from the politics Grew in my faith though there's still some things I struggle with 
I thought my pops was the toughest till his cancer hit I saw him suffer through my pain that I would never wish On anybody cause all we're trying to do is live And what we do to have our life keeps us from living it Follow my heart and not the path that they said I should take So many ups and downs but still the best decision I made I was lost and through the struggles man I found my way It made me strong enough to stand for who I am today I'm so excited today to have the know-it-all Professor Jay and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, to review trending news. Welcome back, y'all. Yes, indeed. Hey, hey, it's good to be back. I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in a month of Sundays. Ain't that it? Hey, it feels like it. I sure missed y'all. And we missed yeah, you. we missed you, too. Mm, mm, mm. Well, we back together again. We reunited. Like peaches and herbs. And it feels <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Let me jump right on into the news. Um, another video has gone viral involving police treatment of a young girl. So the video shows the officers repeatedly punching this 14-year-old girl in the stomach. A cousin of the teen is the one who actually posted the video talking about her Cousin was being punched by the police because she back-talked them when they asked him to leave the mall. And the video shows the girl face down while officers are trying to restrain her and also shows the officer punching her. So at this point, I'm thinking, one, this is somebody's child. Two, these are two grown – well, I was going to say something else. But okay, these are two grown men who should be able to control a teen girl without punching her, especially since she's already on the ground. So what in the world led up to this incident? I kept reading, and the report said the police were called on some unruly kids at the mall who were harassing people and causing a disturbance. A lady in the mall told the police that her five-year-old had been shoved to the ground by one of the teens, and also one of the teens was seen by mall security hitting people. So security gave them a warning, banned them from the mall, they were about to leave, but then that girl, she came back cussing, causing a scene. Then she began to fight and resist arrest when the officers tried to take her into custody. So now I'm thinking, okay, a part of me still feels the officers may have been too aggressive, but the thought of this girl pushing down a five-year-old and she was causing all kind of mayhem, that kind of put me off with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know she had pushed my baby down. Me and her both would have been in handcuffs. I, I'm I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because, like you said, it would seem as if, you know, policemen would be able to control their emotions, mm-hmm. you know, even though the young lady could have very well have been out of order. Out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would expect those who are delegated to serve and to protect to do just that with some degree of restraint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where were the female officers? Usually they call female officers in for, you know, a female. That too. Yeah. They're, hardly, they're not, they're technically not supposed to handle a female, especially a child. So it seems like we're tending to agree that the officers were too aggressive and they probably didn't do what they should have done, really, to restrain her. And, Pam, you saying that it should have been a female officer? 
Yes, it should have been a female officer. Mm. Whenever I worked at facilities, they always call for a female, when, especially when you're dealing with kids and them being yeah. aggressive. Because right. it could go, go far left real fast. They don't want that type of, you know, negativity out on top of already what's going on for somebody to say something else happened in the midst of them trying to restrain them. So that's why they always ask for a female. So I was really shocked that it was two grown men. And at the end of the day, you know, it's still a child, out of control and all. It's still a child. But really, and I'm not saying she's lucky that that happened, but the type of behavior, she she could have ran up on the wrong one. And, right. yes, she was handled in the maybe, you know, the wrong way by the police. She was roughed up. But she could have ran into the wrong one, pushing somebody's child down and hitting some other kids. So I'm not, you know, I'm not in necessarily in her favor, but in general, I, I don't think that the police should be that aggressive with kids. Right. Yeah, she, she's lucky that she even got to the point where the officers got to her because any other parent or mm-hmm. family member, they would have took care of that before the police even got there. Right. Is that it? And then she was out. You know, they had put her out the mall. She could have went home. Right. Yeah. Well, Lord, clutch the pearls. I read that seven people were arrested at uh, HBCU Fort Valley State in Georgia for a prostitution ring. The original investigation started this past April when 48-year-old Alicia Johnson, former executive assistant to the president and member, I hate to say it, of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, (laughs) <laughs> was placed on leave, and the sorority chapter's license was suspended. I'm thinking, say it isn't so. Not my soror. Now she is charged with pimping and prostitution. The Atlanta Constitution put the names of the clients arrested on blast, and I mean, they listed their names, ages, where they worked and everything, and they included a middle school assistant principal, the city manager of Hinesville, an attorney for Fort Valley State, the vice chairman of the Chris County Board of Commissioners, and by the way, he was also a local pastor and mortician. Report Excuse said that Johnson up. supplied. Mm, the report said that Johnson supplied women to the men so they could save money on their sorority fees. Okay, what in the whole entire foolery is this? This scandal is too treacherous for me, y'all. I can't. I can't. Now, wait, 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 you know, I, I'm, not, okay. I'm not Greek. Mm-hmm. I'm not Greek, but I have uh, several friends who are, you know, and several friends who are even members of Alpha Kappa Alpha. I know the fees can be a little extravagant from what I understand, mm-hmm. but seriously, you got to, you got to thought and bop to get your to get your intake fees together, really, is, this, is that what we're doing in this season? Say it, right. no. What in the pink and green bonnet hitting here wearing? <laughs> Wait a minute, she said bonnet and we doing is going on up in here. Sorry, Child, that's more that's more like we ski. <laughs> No, that's like little John. Oh, that was that was inappropriate. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. In fact, 
as I told y'all, I came with this story. I'm going to move on. And I reported it. I did my due diligence. I'm moving on <laughs> to the next video. Emerged of Kiara Woods. That's the girl who left that toddler on somebody's doorstep. Now, you know, it was all over the news. Woman seen on video leaving two-year-old toddler at a stranger's doorstep. So then I read, we got some more details, y'all. She said that she was just doing a favor for her best friend's aunt, who was the mother of that little boy. She says it's all a misunderstanding, that she would never leave a child alone at a stranger's house. But uh, I'm thinking the video shows her dropping the child off and running away. Now, the house was actually next door to the child's father's home. She claimed the boy's mother asked her to drop him off because the boy's stepmother had a restraining order against the mother. So that's the tea, y'all. And she said she was on the phone with the child's mother the whole time, and she had relied on her GPS for direction. Woods said the mother should have known it was the wrong house when she described it. And after she saw a woman coming to the door, she said she ran back to her car because it was cold and she didn't have a sweater. So what y'all think? I think it's a mess. <laughs> it is. It was the sweater at home because she clearly pulled off. That's what she said. And she said you can see on the video the that it was cold and she she didn't have her sweater. Now, yeah, it, it, not in her defense, but in my younger, ratchet days, <laughs> I have knocked the kid off and pulled off, but it was at the daddy's feet because he didn't want a babysit. You were not about to have no fun. And I got a baby. So I had yeah, dropped off and pulled and smashed off on a baby daddy. But that was in my younger younger years. But I just leave him at the doorstep and pull off and nobody came. She could have waited until somebody came to the door. Yeah. She she done came up with a good lie real quick. It reminds me when you said that, Pam, of uh, what's love got to do with it when that uh, woman dropped him off at Ike Turner's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These your kids, Ike? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with some more masterpiece? <laughs> okay, we have hold- we have totally derailed this whole story. So, <laughs> we well, do look, that before- so well. <laughs> before we go, I got a couple of stories from the Crazy Chronicles. So, whew, I had to do the long side like Jay. A week after eleven infant bodies were found hidden in the ceiling of a former Detroit funeral home. The remains of over 60 infants were found at a second funeral home. And I'm like, is this a thing? Because they said some of the bodies dated back to 2015. These are... Oh, no. Yes, and two separate businesses at different locations. The investigation was prompted by a woman whose child had died shortly after birth. She wanted her daughter's remains to be given to Wayne State University Medical School for research or educational purposes. The lawsuit said that the Perry Funeral Home wrongly indicated on a death certificate that her daughter's remains had been buried in a cemetery. So let's back up a little bit to April before this happened and before the 11 infant bodies were discovered hidden in the ceiling. This was at Cantrell Funeral Home which had been shut down after state officials discovered bodies that were badly decomposed and covered in mold. The owner, Raymond Cantrell, admitted to storing bodies to help customers who couldn't afford a proper burial. Now, I'm just, let me think about this. Oh, the way I just threw up in the back of my mouth. <laughs> I'm not, 
I don't think I understand the story. You think I misread it? I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out if these, if these babies died, so mm-hmm. and the people more than likely thought that they were being cremated. What ashes were they giving them? Cigarette Newport ashes. Um, cool I do not know. So I, I believe it oh, said right, that they were assigned to that. <laughs> I'm trying to skip on past that. I'm trying to slide past that, Jay. I think they said that the bodies were assigned to the funeral home where, like, maybe these were infants that had died at birth or at the hospital or I don't know. But 60, that's a lot of people, though, to have babies and nobody has questioned it until this lady came forward. Right. That's a lot. That's a lot of babies. For, you think they were just telling people, don't worry about it, I'm going to take care of it, and then they just left? I don't know. That's but, really strange. I mean, yeah. even still, it would seem like to me that even if the funeral home said, we'll take care of it, it seemed like the parents would want to make sure that their children, even though the children may have died at birth or whatever, would have, you know, come back to follow up. Mm. Whether they the babies were in the ceiling. And you know if you hiding babies in the ceiling, you know you're doing something wrong. Right, right. Well, I hope they found the parents to these babies and gave them a proper burial or something. But did the parents not not know, though? You know what I mean? They said one of them dated back for... That's what I'm trying to figure out. To 2015? It's 2018. You waiting three years? That's a long wait. That is. Uh, What's the death certificate and stuff? Because you have to... This this is strange. We're gonna have to keep in keep in touch with this. Follow up. Well, look, listen. Right. You can go. Uh, you go read the link to the story, and you can decide for yourself about the details and if you can make some understanding of this crazy chronicle. But before I go, my last story is about a seventy-five-year-old Minneapolis woman. She done shot her grandson in the leg because she told him to get his teacup off her table. He ignored her. The grandson was actually described as a minor, so I don't know how young this boy was, but Granny went off about him putting that cup on her furniture. She goes to court uh, in December, and I know people don't like cup rings on their tables and stuff, but dang, she done went and shot her own grandson. Listen, now, mm. now y'all follow me on Facebook, and y'all know how off the chain my grandma is. Has she shot you, Jay? I, no, she hasn't shot me. But she she will tote a pistol. Mm. So needless to say, whenever I'm over there, even though she's eighty something, I make sure that I don't set my good cup my good cup on her good coffee table, on her good end table, without putting a paper towel or a coaster or whatever underneath. Because y'all not y'all not gonna come visit me because I don't left a, 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 a water <laughs> ring on grandma's good coffee table that she didn't have for forever and ever, amen. Yeah, that's the rule, though. That's the rule. That's that's the rule, because mm-hmm. I remember my nanny and Tanisha, your granny, you couldn't you couldn't even sit in the mm-hmm. dang living room. That's right. Put something on a table? A cup on a mm-hmm. table? Mm-hmm. No. That ain't happening. We couldn't sit in the living room either, because when I tell you the plastic just came off the living room furniture about maybe 10 years ago. <laughs> You better sit in the den. <laughs> I guess Granny, Granny was like, you going to learn today. I bet he won't do that again. Was. Mm. Was. 
Uh, now, I'm pretty sure she said, I told him, and I meant what I said. What? As they were putting her in handcuffs. See, it's different these days. Look, but but, see, but she, didn't have to, she didn't have to shoot him. <laughs> yeah, she probably didn't pay him. <laughs> well, he didn't believe that me was greasy. <laughs> and my dear said, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. <laughs> she probably threatened him with the gun many times. She told her, she told him, I done told your so-and-so, don't put no so-and-so cup on my so-and-so table. But since your so-and-so decided you wanted to put the so-and-so cup on my so-and-so table, bam. All right. And here we are. Pew, pew, pew. Here we are. Here we are. Now we got a story for the crazy chronicles. <laughs> 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 well, y'all. I'm so glad we were back together again, but that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. You know, that's going to be our Halloween edition, so we're going to get ready for that. And I can't mm. wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. We would love to hear from you, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local arising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on the show, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With Tea anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With Tea Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Those who spend their time looking for the faults in others usually make no time to correct their own. Art Jonak. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.